Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Drake. And, man, it, it's been a while since we've done one of these news podcasts. Um, we've been doing a lot of interviews and stuff, and obviously over the summer, getting ready for college, we've just had a lot of stuff going on. But we are here. We have some stuff that we want to talk about sports news-wise. And, yeah, that's, that's, that's this podcast today. To be honest, I don't even know if we can call this stuff news anymore as of how old it is. Yes. I mean, it's been it's been a few months. I don't even think we can say weeks anymore. I think it's been months. And like Ethan said, you know, that's just part of our schedule. I think we both I think we both uh I used to say under underestimated what summer was gonna be like before college. I think we all kind of talked to, I think we kind of talked to each other and we're like, yeah, we're going to just bang out podcasts, you know, we're going to have so much free time. I'll tell you right now, I definitely did not have free time. I just got off of a six hour shift last night. I thought I was going to be playing Xbox by nine o'clock, hop on the sticks, play some NHL 21 because, you know, got to get my sports in before I go to bed. Well, I'll just tell you right now, I did not get home at nine o'clock. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the schedule is heating up and then obviously – we're, well, I don't know if we'll talk about the end of this episode or another episode. We'll talk about what we're thinking about what, when we all go to college and all that stuff. So anyway, we're, we're going to move past that. We're going to move on to the uh, – we're just going to start off where we normally start, the NFL. Um, not, not too much to report as of yet. Training camps for the teams have just begun. Um, obviously, there's sadly going to be a couple of probably injuries that no one wants to hear. Um, during training camp because that every year jr i feel like that's always what happens but oh yeah i know i guess you can't really call them big ones but you know i know jared stidham had a shoulder injury on his throwing shoulder obviously he probably won't play judging by the fact that not only cam newton but also mac jones is now there um you also got shane lemieux who was a guard or a tackle for the Giants. So that already torn down absolutely awful Giants O-line just got a little bit worse. Yep. And not to mention also Cam Akers, too, who oh, yeah. earlier in the year, I think toward, or earlier this summer, towards ACL. I think it was his Achilles, actually, which yeah, is worse. Yeah, which is worse. So obviously that's obviously a big blow to the Rams' run game as well. I'll um, tell you right now, I, I thought I thought Akers was kind of – poised for a I did too. I, I was like honestly fantasy football which I know that's a little early but like I was I I was always considered I was heavily considering drafting him this year until obviously I heard the news but yeah I guess I guess I can tell you my plan right now he was definitely involved in a couple teams I was like I yeah. you know he came, <laughs> on, he came on late especially didn't he have like a playoff game where he got 150 yards or something yeah, like that yeah. he, he he shows that he could and I mean Obviously, new quarterback in Stafford. Um, maybe they might have a new game plan with all that, how their offense runs, but we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's a couple of signings, I guess, worth noting of, right? Um, I mean, like, I was going to say Melvin Ingram to the Steelers. I don't know. Oh. That, I don't know if that's a big signing necessarily, but, I mean, he's, he's yeah. a pro bowler. He's a former pro bowler. Um, signs with the Steelers one year, $4 million. So just bolsters up. You want to talk about signings? I think as of today, actually, all the first round picks now officially have signed a, a contract. I know Trey Lance and Zach Wilson both had some troubles getting their deals. 
Zach Wilson more so than Trey Lance, but they all have signed now. We're not going to see any sit-outs, you know, through week one or anything. And kind of speaking of sit-outs, there was some interesting things brewing up in Green Bay a couple weeks ago with Aaron Rodgers both and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams both um, obviously being reported that they were both very unhappy with the Packers organization. However, for Packers fans, good news is that they're both back in training camp and they both plan to play this season. Now, past this season, I the, I couldn't tell you what, what would happen, but for a while there, like a week or two ago, it was not looking good in Green Bay. Both of them looked like they were out of there. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even – I don't even know if it's been a week. I feel like it's, it was even like just a couple of days ago that he yeah, finally showed up for the first time. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I was like saying, if, if Green Bay loses both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, like they're in a heap of trouble. Well, and then they, they've got all that, and then they went and front-loaded and guaranteed a bunch of money to Darius Smith, basically saying, hey, dude, this is your last season before we cut or trade you. Yeah. And now he's unhappy. Like, for a second there, I really thought the Packers were about to go from NFC Conference uh NFC Conference Championship runner-up to like three and thirteen or three and fourteen, I guess, with the seventeen-game schedule this year. Yeah, but obviously not the case. the The Packers full team is back for this year. And, and you want to talk about full team? Just just a little little signing, or actually maybe a trade. I think it was a trade. Randall Cobb, yes, back with his buddy Aaron Rodgers. And I was gonna say, I feel like. Aaron Rodgers basically said, hey, Packers organization, I want Randall Cobb. And I think the Packers organization basically has to do whatever Aaron Rodgers says at this point. Whatever Rodgers oh, says goes. <laughs> well, look, there's, a, there's a reason why, uh, you know, there, there, there's there's a reason why they got Randall Cobb right now. I think you're pretty pretty close on, on the reason. You can't upset your reigning MVP quarterback. And also, I think the Packers are putting all of it towards – going for it this year because who knows who even knows like next year what's going to happen with that or that franchise this year has to be the year for them i think i i would agree and i think they're showing that by like they're like they i don't think they really care about the money this year i think they're just going for trying to get a ring and then they're going to rebuild yeah i mean they've got so many pieces i know i mean jordan love i haven't really seen him play much so i don't know how good he is how good he'll be but we'll Has see. He even taken a snap in the NFL. I don't. Did he? <laughs> Maybe he's kneeled a ball once at the end of a game, but other than that, I don't think so. Now you want to talk about somewhat big news? I'm kind of interested, but I'm also not because this stuff usually comes out when there's you know like attitude problems and stuff. But Xavier Howard, who many people overrated to be the best cornerback last year, that's a discussion for another time. Jalen Ramsey. Um, but, you know, requesting a trade, the guy had, what, nine, ten picks last year? Yeah, that's a huge blow for the Dolphins, actually. And the I, Dolphins. Mean, I know the secondary is still good, but I, 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 think, I think without Xavier Howard, they're in a heap of trouble. But what, does this, does this, uh, does this validate the Noah Igbenogany first-round pick last year that we were all so surprised by? Hey, there you go. I mean, now they have a little wiggle room to trade. And also, they're not going to take it. They're going to demand a lot for Xavier Howard, I bet. I now, think so, too. 
because they've got nothing to lose really. Because obviously, you have, they have Igbenogany. Um, that I, I probably I think I totally botched that by the way, but um, I, I think they have him to back up, and then if they get lose Howard, they can address other needs or get draft picks. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about another big name? I would even argue bigger than Xavier Howard. And this one pains me to talk about, but Chandler Jones also requesting a trade. I mean. And whenever we heard the news, we were both shocked because like the Cardinals team this year is poised to make a run, in my opinion. Why would, yeah, you, are, why would you leave? Yeah. The, I would like to think we're better than we were last year. And what? We barely missed the playoffs last year. Yeah. Like, are we, are we, are we not good enough? I just, for him? I just don't I just don't understand why he wants to leave because that team, especially signing JJ Watt, AJ Green, that team could that team could go to the distance, in my opinion, if healthy. And I don't under really understand why you would want to leave that this year. I mean, if things don't work out, leave next year. I don't understand. It just does not make sense to me. Well, now I, I did bring that up strategically because I have heard rumors that there could be a one-for-one swap with Xavier Howard and Chandler Jones. Now, how would you feel about that? I'd be fine with that. We've got J.J. Watt. Last year, if they did that, I would literally just stop being a Cardinals fan because we literally we don't have a defensive line. But we've at least got J.J. Watt this year. And yeah, but J.J. Watt's not going to solve your whole defensive line. Well, no, he won't. But it'll at least be like last year. And you know what our biggest problem was last year? The defensive line no oh. our secondary fair yeah especially now you'll have pat p too even well i mean i guess i can't say our, our defensive line was that far off of being one of our <laughs> biggest problems but you get what i mean yeah yeah i, I completely understand but definitely i think the cardinals offense is going to be one of the best in the league um this year and if they, as long as they have a decent defense, I think they could go the distance. I, I definitely, I would agree with you there. Um, anything um, NFL wise? Yeah, uh, I guess sticking with the idea that we keep talking about the Dolphins, Shaquem Griffin no longer a Seahawk, signed a what one year, two year deal with the the yeah. Dolphins. And obviously, Shaquem Griffin um, had um, does not have one hand on on. I think his left arm, right arm or left arm. I don't know. He doesn't have his like hand. So, and obviously he still plays pretty good. So. Yeah. All right. Last like thing I can think of, cause there's like, there's so much that like, just we've had so much time off, but last notable thing that I think could make a bigger splash than people realize I'm going to my man. Todd Files Vikings. And I think they just made one of the most underrated free agency signings this season. Day-Day Westbrook to be their third string wide receiver. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Oh, and then you just go out and get one of the Jaguars' top two wide receivers who actually had a good season last now, couple years. I don't know if I like it because who they kicked off the team. Who did they kick off the team? That other wide receiver that was like shot multiple times. First off, Ethan, that's a defensive lineman, and he got put back on their pup squad. Oh, uh, wait, why did I say wide receiver? Someone, uh, I don't know. Anyway, 
but yeah, now that is good. But Kirk Cousins' contract needs to be addressed. I think Kirk Cousins is so much better than anybody realizes. I'm not saying that because of Michigan State bias. Kirk Cousins is just. I think he's so overhated. I just, I don't, I don't see, I, I get to hate the whole can't win a primetime game, can't win a Monday night football. Like, <laughs> who cares? You play once or twice on Monday night football every other day. Yeah. Every other Sunday. Yeah. Um, anything else? M- NFL news? Deshaun Watson. Oh, no, I don't even want to. That's that's a honestly that's a whole twenty minute segment we could talk about the Sean Watson. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm just I'm very I don't even know the word for it. I guess shocked, but not shocked. Yeah, but no, no, no. I'm I'm shocked about the fact that the two teams that seem to be shopping him the hardest if he can get back into the league this season is Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts. Well, Oklahoma, Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts, Eagles, or the Dolphins, Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. Uh-huh. I I see a very uh, common theme there in the two teams that that are shopping well, around. I mean, I think we're going. I think this is a big year for both Hurts and Tua. Um, obviously, if they don't play well, you could have another with the Dolphins. At least you could have another Josh Rosen situation but <laughs> that's a story for another day really <laughs> what really what i came after alabama so you had to go after josh rosen hey um all right um anything else nfl or do you want to move on to college football where we have some stuff that we want to talk about man it's been so long that I don't even know if we've missed some big stuff, but that's all I can think of. All right, college football. Now, there has been a lot happening in terms of leagues. So I'll, I'll just something that is official, uh, we can confirm, is that Texas and Oklahoma out of the Big 12 in 2025 are going to send requests to join the SEC. Now, what do we think about this? Well, I don't even know what to think about because I, you know, it's funny. I already brought up work um, earlier, but yesterday while we were just starting out my start of my shift, I was talking to one of my, one of our servers and I work in a restaurant. So I, you know, one of our servers and we work in a sports bar. So there's all these, you know, sports TV things. And it was on talking about Oklahoma and Texas. And he made a pretty good point. He said, what's the point of conferences? I mean, Seriously, what what is the point of conferences? Now, I I, I got a pretty expansive point. Judge, just go by going off of why um, I think it's a good move, but why I also think it's a bad move. And part of that is the fact that I am going to West Virginia here in about literally fifteen days. Yeah, I leave for Delaware in like a month. Okay, no, Ethan, Big Twelve school, Delaware's an FBS or FC or FCS. Is that what it is, right? Uh, uh, yeah, FCS. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I. What's the point of conferences? Because not Alabama. I mean, not not perennial powerhouses, but like Florida, LSU, Georgia, Georgia. 
those are really good teams. You add Oklahoma, another really good team. You add Texas, no comment. Um, and then there's even been developing talks with Michigan, Ohio State, Clemson, some of the other big time teams, the other like. Well, yeah, because I think that what the word on the street is the SEC wants to form a super 20 team like mega conference down the line here. I just think that would be terrible for college football. I really do. It would because, I mean, who's going to watch any of the other schools? What's, exactly. what's gonna be the okay. No, no one's going to watch outside of SEC conference football if the top 20 teams in the country all come from the SEC. Yeah. I mean, in my in my opinion, if you're really going to try and do that and you want these big-time teams to play each other, at least go independent. You know yeah, what like, I mean? Like Notre Dame. Like, go independent. Just kind of, like, scrap conferences as is. It at least provides a little bit different. Yeah, I just – I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. It just does not make sense. It, I, it just I, – I can't comprehend it. I think it's, I think it's, yeah, I just, I just, I don't, I don't like it at all. I just think it's, it's terrible for, it's terrible for college football. And it's terrible for all those like mid to low pack, like for example, Pac-12 teams like Utah, Utah would get zero people watching them if like. Hey, Utah had a good season. Like, two I mean, yeah, I know, I know, that's what, but I'm saying they had a good season, but they still have no one watching them. Oh yeah. Yeah. On TV at least. I mean, I'm sure they fill the stadium, but on TV. I just hope it falls through, to be completely honest with you. I do, too. I do too. Now, yeah. granted, I think my problem is more with the way that it's the movement that I'm afraid it's starting of all of the, the big super conference. I'm not, I guess, opposed to Oklahoma and Texas in the SEC, and that's it. If that's it, and partially that comes to West Virginia fans, I do, I do love um, a good old West Virginia-Texas football game. You can catch me this year home closer um but you know i guess it doesn't really matter because 2025 i'll pretty much be out of school by then so i won't i won't miss anything but i mean you lose that texas rivalry but west virginia i mean that not to not to brag or anything but west virginia is also not a slouch football school they're just not on that level they're that they're that team that I think would one of those teams that would really be hurt by a super conference because they do have people that watch them regularly, but they're not good enough to be right now. At least they're not that top tier. Your Alabama, yeah. your Clemson, and you your know, Alabama. you know, ESPN they just air those games. They wouldn't air any other games apart from the Super League games. Exactly. It's you say Super League. Okay, um, I didn't. I I didn't mean the. Make that comparison. I mean, you can consider or, that. A, I don't know. Or no, you say you don't mean to make that comparison. You kind of just stole my thunder because that's kind of the same concerns we've had with the Super League. I, I, yeah, that's fair. Now, but, granted, again, if no Super Conference is formed and West Virginia gets the possible move into the ACC, I guess I wouldn't be too upset with that. You know, West you, Virginia, but you want those old rivalry games. Yeah, West Virginia versus Virginia Tech, West Virginia versus Pitt. I mean, who doesn't love a good old West Virginia versus Pitt game? 
And then actually be better for West Virginia too, because of travel. Cause they've got to travel like to the Midwest every time they're away pretty much. Oh yeah. I mean, they got to go down to, what is it? Where's Texas at? Is that in El Paso? No. Oh, uh, Austin. Austin. Yeah, it is Austin. I mean, that, that's a far drive. You I don't think drive drive. 20, well, no, it's not a drive. It's probably a plane, but yeah. your 20 minute, your 25 minute drive up the street to Pitt is a little bit different than your flight down to Austin, Texas. No wonder when we go to Duquesne so much. <laughs> Just saying, it is a 25 minute drive. It's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, football as well. I mean, obviously, teams are starting to practice. Um, they're not. I, this is a dumb question, I know, but they're not starting the 12 team playoff format this year, are they? To be 100% honest, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know if they're doing 12 this year. Or, it's either this year or next year or like a couple, but I, I don't know. I personally don't know this year, but you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm Googling it right now. I want you to talk a little oh, yeah. bit about I want you to talk about while I'm trying to find the answer to this. Talk about Bryce Young and his eight hundred thousand dollars in NIL deals that he's yeah, so anyway, if we haven't talked about this before, so the NCAA came to agreement that um, um college D1 athletes can make money from endorsements, um, endorsement deals. So Bryce Young, um, who will be the the starting quarterback at Alabama this year, barring any unseen circumstances has already made close to a million dollars in endorsement deals and he hasn't even stepped foot on the field yet so it just it just goes to show how well actually i was going to say it's going to mention so the stanford head coach is like blasting i guess the ncaa because it's basically he's basically saying that this endorsement deal will only cater to the best players from the best schools well when, yeah of course that's the point but i'm saying like that's how it works well, that, that's the point. And part of the reason why we haven't talked about this yet is because, and I will just full disclosure say that my computer screwed up when we recorded an episode right after this happened and it just kind of crashed and we didn't get the episode off and I don't know where it is and I don't know what happened. So we are a little late on that. But I mean, think about it. These guys are making money. They're making money for their schools off their likeness. Stanford, Name a player out of Stanford other than Christian McCaffrey. Um, Wait, Christian McCaffrey didn't come from Stanford. Did he? Andrew Luck did. What? No, Christian. Now, now you also, by the way, 12 team playoff, I don't think is this year. Okay. That's, that's good to know. But Christian McCaffrey, is he from Stanford? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. But okay. name a player. Name a player playing currently in the NFL that is from Stanford, other than Christian McCaffrey. Bryce Love? Oh, man, you can't do that. Bryce, nobody knows Bryce Love. <laughs> you do. Well, yeah, I do. Name uh, a player other than him. Name a notable player from Stanford. Jeez. Why is that? I feel like I should, but I, I get your point. Like, there's not too many. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm. I'm completely just missing a couple right now. But, but I mean, my point is that those guys from Stanford, as they they, just, they, get the light, they don't get, like they don't get the hype and attention that Alabama players do. That's just it's just because you could have just said big time schools, huh? huh? You could have just said big time. Oh shoot. 
That's right. What? Richard Sherman. Well, that's uh, we we were gonna slightly skip over Richard Sherman because what? of. Are we, do you want to talk about it? No, I just want to talk about the fact that he went to Stanford. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Okay. So then there's like there's a couple. Um. Then, but. I mean, yeah, like just Stanford. I mean, sure, they've always been decent, but they've never really gotten that attention that I'll say big name schools have, like Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, have gotten. Well, I mean, the point of the deal is to bring money to people that are very popular. Yeah, I don't That's understand why. Why you're? I don't understand why you're upset with that. I mean, if your if your team was the number one team in the country, you'd get a lot more. If yeah, like. I, I don't understand like how that's how it's hard to understand like i don't know let me think let me think here for a second like florida a&m like nobody knows who you are nobody knows who the florida a&m backup running back is there's no money that you're going to make regardless with without the deal yeah bryce young so this, this guy's well, if you say everyone needs to get equal pay, then that's a salary. Well, yeah, that's a salary. That's, that's, not, allowed. Not, that's, that's not allowed. Well, not no, not only is that not allowed, but that's not how sports work. You are given your money based on your performance. I mean, that that's even how jobs work, but that's a hold in the conversation that doesn't have anything yeah, to do with sports. Alabama, or I'll just use Alabama as an example because he's black this guy was blasting Alabama in particular. Alabama players perform better than Stanford players. Alabama players should make more money. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't understand how you can come to a different conclusion than that. And that same that same goes with Clemson and Ohio State. I'm not just mentioning Alabama because I'm it's biased. I'm just saying since he 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 literally mentioned Alabama in it. So look I don't like agreeing with you when it comes to Alabama things, but I'm gonna give you a thumbs up here because you got it spot on. I mean, I, I, it just, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I, like, I, I've always heard there's a two sides every story, so I'd like to hear more in depth about why he thinks that. But based on what he said, I, I don't think he's right. No, I'm, I'm in agreement with you there. All right. Anything else, college football? Other than the fact that the season is coming right around, I'm, I'm, excited I'm very, I'm very excited. excited because they're saying fans will be back, hopefully full capacity. I'm thinking, right? We're full capacity. We're full capacity. I, think Delaware, I, I know I keep, I keep mentioning Delaware, but I think Delaware is too. I'm just throwing that out there, which is cool. But um, all right, moving on to the NBA. And yeah, it has been a while. So the Milwaukee Bucks, you probably have known, have won the NBA um, finals or the NBA championship. Giannis winning the finals MVP. And I mean, I got to say, JR, I know you were, you were, you wanted your boy CP3 to get a ring. You wanted your boy CP3 to get a ring, but I think after what Giannis did in those finals, he deserves it. Well, I mean, I, I maybe it wasn't you I talked to. It was somebody. Might have been at work because, like I said, I've been working like like three, four, five days a week, and I don't usually do that. So I've been spending a lot of time with some of the kids there. But those first two games where the Suns came out, took a 2-0 lead, I was like, yeah, CB3 deserves the ring. And I've pretty much been saying that since he joined the Suns, even before the playoffs. Yeah. So I was like, man, that's his move. Here they are, two seed in the West. You know, be honest, man. That's about all I can say. Like, yeah. 
50 points, 50 points in the game, the series closing, NBA season closing game. You drop 50 points, you deserve a rant. And I do I, not care. You deserve a rant. And I was, was going to say, like, he said he did it his way. He didn't go and join a super team. Like, well, yeah, some I mean, teams, like some other people did that I'm not going to mention. But we, I think you know who I'm talking about. But he, yeah, he, he, he played with Chris Middleton for the past eight years. And I'm happy for Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday to get a ring as well. I, mean, I feel that's like the biggest, most unexpecting big three in NBA history. Yeah. I mean, but it's a second round pick, a random dude who happened to come from Greece and Drew Holiday. Who's, who's on the older side. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. no, I, if you would have told me, like six years ago when Giannis and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday were all kind of coming up through the ranks, that this would be the big three that wins the Bucks their first championship in 50 years. Man, I would have never put money on that. Like ever, not even a chance. And here yeah. we are. Yeah, I mean, I know. It, it's crazy. I think the biggest thing here that's kind of scary to think about. Giannis, two-time MVP, yeah, one-time Finals champion. One Is that time a Hall of Fame here already? Dude, he's Hall of Fame bound already. I mean, not only is he Hall of Fame bound already, in my opinion, top three power forward of all time. Already. He's 26, top three power forward. Honestly, he doesn't the guy's only 26. Now, I, like, don't, I, I don't know. If this is ever... not the end of the line for Giannis. He wants to come back and do it again with the Bucks next year. Honestly, he. I mean, I will say there was that little, little uh, thing at the end where the reporter goes, hey, Giannis, you said you wouldn't leave Milwaukee until you get a championship. And he raised his hand and goes, can I get a trade? And that's why I love Giannis, but he's going to run it back. I don't don't think he'll ever, maybe, I mean, I guess I can't count him out, but I don't think he'll ever surpass Tim Duncan as number one power forward because, you know, if Tim's got five championships, I mean, Giannis is going to need like four MVPs and three, three championships. I don't see Giannis winning five. If he gets four MVPs and three championships, by all means, I think he's number one. But, I mean, dude's 26, and he's already a top three power forward of all time. That's crazy. I mean, we, we both talked about on the Sun side. I mean, those last couple of games, they just – Chris Paul and Devin Booker just did not seem playing like their normal selves. I think we can both agree on that. Well, it was weird because, like, Chris Paul is famed. For his assist to turnover, not assist to turnover ratio, but like always dropping dimes, never turning the ball over. And Chris Paul just looked like he was, I mean, he looked like he was Cliff Paul. I mean, he was turning the ball over left and right, making bad passes, just getting the ball stolen. Booker's case, I think Booker didn't get enough touches. I mean, that's your superstar. There's a reason why he scored 70 points a couple, however long ago it was. Yeah. 
Are we good? Hold on a second. Hello? We're good? We're good. Okay. Yeah. So sorry about that. I had a little technical difficulties there. But um, yeah, I definitely think they just did not look themselves the last couple of games. Um, I mean, I don't want to say anyone's sold or anything, but I mean, I think that Suns team, I think they want to run it back next year with the same team. And I think they, they're keeping mostly everyone apart from maybe Cameron Payne. Who's going no, to be there, no, you're re-signing Cam. You cannot miss re-signing Cameron Payne. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's he's like one of the only free agents on that team, I think. Well, Chris Paul has to turn down his team option or whatever it is. That's going to be the big thing. Is Chris Paul going to be selfish now? Knowing Chris Paul, I don't think he will. But he got the chance to make what forty million a year. Yeah, I mean, especially at that age too. Now I think he'll turn it down. I think he'll re-sign for less. Um, but hey, who knows? And to go off of your point, Ethan, I know you said you don't want to say anyone sold. Man, Chris Paul sold. I think Chris Devin Paul Booker sold. sold. I don't. I think Devin Booker played all right. I think he just needed more touches. Chris Paul sold. I the hate tournament. to say it. I, I yeah, I think he did too. I just can't i can't get it honestly the first two games he was so good and i was like dude this guy's gonna get his ring congrats then it just slowly progressed downwards well you know i mentioned the fact that Giannis is already a top three power forward of all time in my opinion chris paul moves into the top five with a ring like easily i've got him six or seven already he moves top five point guards of all time with a ring yeah i would agree you ever get it who knows yep Yep. um running it back now I, i don't know Maybe, maybe I'm tripping, but I saw a tweet yesterday, and Grant, like I said, I had a long shift of work. I didn't go to bed till 1 a.m. in the morning. I swear I saw a tweet that was talking about a potential Lakers-Spurs trade. Do you know what I'm talking about? With Kyle Kuzma? But do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I feel like I heard something about it. I swear, I read a tweet yesterday. No, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, because the Spurs are, I think, are very interested in, um, the, um, in Kyle Kuzma. Well, no, Speaking, there, the... There's a lot of trade rumors going around right now, it, a lot of them involving the Lakers, actually. Well, yeah, it's because they're trying to trade for a point guard that's better than Dennis Schroeder, and that's hard to do. But the, the I mean, Dennis Schroeder wants $150 million. <laughs> The trade that I've seen is Kyle Kuzma, Taylor yeah. Horton Tucker, a first-round pick, and I can't think there was another player to the Spurs for DeMar DeRozan and DeJounte Murray. Honestly, if that happens, the Lakers take a huge dub. How does how do the Lakers not win the champ? I mean, I know I said this with the Nets, but man, how they, they were hurt. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you got I, you got what? You probably have. LeBron running the one because that's what's going to happen. You know he's going to run the one. He pretty much already does. Yeah, and then maybe you put Murray at the two. You got Murray at the two. Then you got DeMar at the three. You got AD at the four. Like Andre Drum at the center. Yeah, like you don't lose. lose. Now, I will say their bench will be very weak in that case, but. Yeah, you got Alex Caruso, though. And Caldwell Pope. KCP, yeah, he'll be there too. 
Uh, yeah. I can't name anybody else, but. Um, yeah, that's something to consider. And speaking of that, I should mention that on the day when film is Thursday, I don't know when this is going up exactly, but tonight is the NBA draft. I believe it starts at seven or eight. So if you've got nothing to do tonight, maybe tune into that. Um, I will say that pick one has pretty much already been decided. Jared, I don't know if you saw this, but Woj tweeted out that um, the, the Pistons intend to select Cade Cunningham, um, the superstar of Oklahoma State, um, as the first overall pick. And that's pretty much said and done at this point. Well, no, it, it is done. I, uh, they, they flew to Detroit today and confirmed with Cade they are taking him number one overall. I just saw a tweet from um, – Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I didn't really expect that to go really any other way unless I, – I mean, unless the Pistons maybe traded the pick, which that came up a little bit. But if they were keeping the pick, they were going to take Cade Cunningham. I don't really see how you go any other way. Yeah, he's a clear-cut number one. Um, I'm not going to give my mock draft because we definitely don't have time to do that, nope. nor do I have a paper. And uh, that would get really bad. Cough, cough, Trey Jones in the first round. Um, I, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I think, uh, I think Cade was the clear cut number one. You take Cade Cunningham, no matter who got, you know, whether you're the Lakers, whether you're the Bucks, whether you're the Magic, it doesn't matter. You take Cade Cunningham, yeah, you take Cade, and then you kind of have a drop off, and you got guys like Evan Mobley. In my opinion, there's, there's, five guys that are the next tier down that's evan mobley jalen green jalen mm -hmm. sugg jonathan kaminga and scotty barnes i would agree with that 100 now i, I would guys, now maybe we should do for this instead of a mock draft we need to say what do you who do we think our team could take at their pick so i my the jazz are at pick 30 although i don't know if we're gonna keep that pick because it seems like we may trade that away but and i don't know where the wizards picking this year Hold on. Hold on. Okay, so I'll, I'll, go, I'll start off the Jazz. So for Utah, I mean, there's a lot of rumors going on that we may trade some players and all that stuff. Honestly, I've seen a lot of mock drafts saying we might take Deuce. Jay, no. Why? No. Not yours. It's not yours. I don't want Trey Murphy. <laughs> but anyway, I think or we're going to take Deuce McBride. I would love Deuce McBride on our team, in all honesty. I like Deuce. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, the, the Wizards, the Wizards, um, hold on. Whoa, whoa, Honestly, whoa. What? Did you just see that tweet? What What tweet? From Woj? Yeah. Montrezl Harold just opted into his deal so that the Lakers can trade. Okay, screw the, screw the tweet that I just said. That's not happening because the Lakers are about to trade Montrez Harrell and Kyle Kuzma for Buddy Heald. Wait, really? Yeah. Like, no joke? What was you just tweet that? It, it, says, it says, Adrian Wojnarowski, with Harrell opted, Lakers are able to move towards completing a deal to acquire Kingsguard Buddy Heald for forward Kyle Kuzma and Harrell. With it. Wow. Okay, so that might solve the Lakers. That might be the solution to the Lakers trade live on air. Buddy Heald most likely is going to be a Laker. Um, I guess you don't have to move too far. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So now that we have that, now that we know this, 
who is your starting small forward if you're LeBron. the Lakers? LeBron. But then who's you your go, one? That you go for sign somebody you can facilitate in free agency. You have Rondo. You could do Rondo. Well, I, I wouldn't do Rondo. Rondo's a little old, but I would go for like I've heard there's rumors they might try and get Ricky Rubio. Just yeah. because of his ball handling, his, his yeah, he's just he's a good he's a great he's a great passer. Yeah. So Buddy, so Buddy Heald, I mean, but I you've said some things about Buddy Heald before. I just don't think Buddy Heald's worth his contract. Buddy Heald's a great, he's a good player. I wouldn't say yeah. great. He's a good player, but he's not worth what he's, his contract is. That's that yeah. that's pretty much what I've got on him. So I'll speak more on the draft real quick. So what we also said, Houston and Cleveland tend to trade um, towards Jalen Green and Evan Mobley with second and third pick respectively. So that means Houston maybe would take Jalen Green, Cleveland would take Evan Mobley. So where do the Wizards pick? Wizards are 15. Before I get into what I think the Wizards do, I do want to point out that it's a little bit weird. And I have seen that a lot recently. But Evan Mobley is a true injury. He's, he's a full center. He is not the guy that's going to move to power forward. Neither is Cleveland has Jared Allen. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure there. I think because yeah, you, Cleveland like you said, you can't harder. move either of those two really to power forward, can you? Yeah, I mean, if, if in my opinion, if Cleveland's smart, I think they trade back to pick five with Orlando, and you either pick up Barnes or Kaminga. I think you take Barnes in all honesty. If you're I, Cleveland, in my, opinion, in my opinion, you take Jonathan Kaminga. So you have to remember he is a year younger. He did reclassify after yeah. school. I also think Kaminga has arguably the second, if not first, or not second. He arguably yeah. has the second, if not highest ceiling, in my opinion, when it comes to this draft. Yeah. Okay. But besides the Wizards, time, back to my Wizards, I'm just happening to, I, to pitch, see where we pick. I looked up the CBS mock draft. It's got us taking Trey Murphy at pick 15. I'm sure you heard my disgust with that. If there's a player that I don't like in this NBA draft class right now, it's Trey Murphy. Where's he from? Virginia. Oh, I know who you're – okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I would – yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Good player, just not a fan at all. I would not hey, want him so on what my do you, team. So, like, in your opinion, what do you think the Wizards need in this draft? Not who, but what? Probably – I would say a wing or a center. I, now, I have a good idea. I've got a good person for you then. Who? From Duke University, Jalen Johnson. I don't know if Jalen Johnson will be there by pick 15. They have him going around 12 or 13. That's what I've seen. I've seen him like low double digits. Okay. So would you take him if you could get him? If he's there, I won't have a problem taking him. I just don't think he'll fall to 15. Honestly, this is a very – I would say in terms of centers, is this – how good of a center class is this? It is not very good at all, in my opinion. I mean, you got – Evan Mobley, obviously, is up there. I don't – You got Sengun. You know who Alperin Sengun is? No. From Turkey. I think he's good. I've used him on 2K in those created draft classes. Yeah, I mean, obviously those aren't realistic or anything, but they're as close as you can try and get. He's supposed oh, to be a top. I to ask pick. you, so Davion Mitchell. I don't like him. I really don't. You think you you think he's getting overhyped in this draft purely because of his play? Yeah, I do. I think 
And I even spoke very, I, I spoke so highly of him when Baylor won that that NCAA championship. But that was before I really knew the draft class. I mean, I think there are a number of guys that are better than him. There's also a number of guys that because he's 22 are higher value in my opinion. I, mean, yeah. I, I see people putting him in the top 10 and I'm just, I'm shaking my head. There are so many players I would take over Davion Mitchell that sure not a top. What if what if the Wizards take Davion Mitchell? I also don't want him on the Wizards. Okay, so if I so, do if, not if, want if Trey Murphy or Davion Mitchell goes to the Wizards, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I will not be happy. I will gladly looking at the CBS mock draft. I will gladly take Corey Kispert. I will gladly take Jaden Springer. I will gladly take Cam Thomas. All of these guys they have going below. Um, Davion Mitchell and yeah. Trent Murphy. I will gladly take any of them. Zaire Williams. I like him. I would like. I, I wouldn't mind him. Um, any of them. Just not those two. Honestly, that's 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 my pick. I'm not going to give you a number. I'm not going to give you a guy because there's so many guys that could help us, in my opinion. As long as it's not Davion Mitchell and as long as it's not Trey Murphy, I should be a happy camper. All right um anything else nba wise anyway that drops at 8 p.m tonight so if you've got nothing to do this evening um maybe tune into that see what happens there because it's always very interesting because with trades and stuff as well so just take that into consideration so anything else nba wise um i mean like i said before there's a lot of rumors going around trade all that stuff nothing really has happened oh i guess that something has happened Jonas Valanciunas being traded to the Pelicans for Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah. I think there's some picks considered in there, but I don't know. Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams going to Memphis. How do you feel about that? No. What? Javon Carter was just traded to the Nets. For who? Landry Shamit. Wait, how, is this Woj again? Yeah. Sham it to the Suns for Carter and the See, that's I always like doing podcasts around like these times because um like just a lot of stuff's happening. And also I should speak real quick in the NBA. Um free agency is fastly approaching. So August 1st, which is Sunday, we're filming this on a Thursday. Um, teams can start negotiating with players, for example, Kawhi Leonard, who is a free agent this year. Which I I'll, sure hope he doesn't go to the Celtics like he does all the time in NBA 2K. Now, do you like? Do you think, in your opinion, that um, Kawhi will stay with the Clippers this year? To be honest, I don't even know. I really don't. I, I think if if Kawhi leaves, there's a good chance Paul George leaves too. I think so too. I don't know. I think Paul George might have helped his case out though. Kawhi's case out that is. I, I think. No. Yeah. No. No, Brooklyn has traded guard Landry Shamit to Phoenix for Javon Carter and the 29th pick. I already said that. You didn't say the 29th pick. Yes, I did. Oh. But so, so your boy Javon Carter going to Brooklyn, the big city. I guess I'll get to maybe go and see him sooner than I would have if he was in uh, Arizona. Now, I don't know how much he'll play because with Spencer Dinwiddie and Kyrie there. But, man, I love Javon, but Javon didn't play much in the Suns anyways. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else NBA-wise? Yes and no. I had something, and then the tweet came across my phone. And I, All right. Obviously I'll just say August 6th is when like teams can, people can start signing. So this year, I'll preview free agency because I don't think we'll do one 
this year, I believe that there's a lot of good mid. There's not too many all like star stars available in fantasy, like maybe Kawhi Leonard, CP3, some of those guys. But there's a lot of great mid tier players that I think are in the market this year. So a lot of teams have the mid level exception, as they call it. So that could be very interesting to see how that plays out. So just be honestly, just follow Woj on Twitter. That's how you find out. That's how we find out usually. So, um, Apart from that, I don't have anything else. Jared, do you remember what you wanted to talk about? Yeah, no, I lost it. Okay. I'm right. upset. <laughs> did, did upset? I don't. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was, um, and, and, do you have, I mean, I have a. I have a piece of NHL news, but you probably have a lot more than I do. Because NHL free agency right Either. now. Well, no, there's there's so much. Well, first off, the Lightning completed the back to back. They are NHL champions. Yeah. That's probably the smallest piece of news, to be honest. And that's kind of crazy to say because that's the NHL champion of the 2020-2021 season. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure, you're, I'm sure your piece of news is the fact that the Seattle Kraken are officially a team, officially have players. No, no, that was not my news. That was not your news? Well, I, I know that, but that wasn't the news I was going to bring up. What's your news? A, a certain... All right, sorry about it. we had a little technical issue. We're back. So I was going to say a certain re-signing that just recently happened. What re-signing? On a team we dislike. Ovechkin's re-signing. Man, that's that's what you had. That's not big at all. Is it? What do you mean? He's not a re-signed for Washington for a five-year deal. What is that? Is that not big? Because where else was he going to go? <laughs> well. Good quest, good point. All right, all right, just all right. So I'm gonna take a seat back because I know you you said you have a lot to talk about, and I don't know really any of it. So take the floor, man. Normally you should take a seat back. I'm gonna keep. After I'm gonna keep updating. See what's happening. After trying to pull that one, you really, really need to take a seat back. But yeah, so as I was getting into before, Ethan somehow thought Alexander Ovechkin being a capital again is big news. Don't understand that, but the Seattle Kraken, we've got a 32nd NFL NHL team. Um, they have their draft. I want to say the 21st, their expansion draft. I thought they did pretty well. Some, some interesting picks. I'm kind of surprised that they are not captained by Vladimir Tarasenko and that instead they took Vince Dunn from uh, the St. Louis Blues, but couple of notable players, I guess, there. Um, <clears throat> they took Yanni Gord, who I'm a big fan of from Tampa. Big-time contract with Mark Giordano. I, I assume he'll probably be the first-time captain of the Seattle Kraken. you got guys like um, Jamie Oleksiak. Now, he's not a big name, but he's a former NHL Stanley Cup champion. you got Jordan Eberle, who's a if you follow the NHL type of name, you know who he is. You got guys like uh, just kind of a cool one. You got Hayden Flurry and Kale Flurry, who are brothers. Uh, they played for the Ducks and the Canadians. They are now united together on the uh, the Kraken. That's really it. You know, you never really get any star players when it comes to NHL expansion drafts, but. 
I'm excited to see what they do. I think they're going to have a little bit too high expectations just based off of what Vegas did in their first season, but we'll see. Um, There's been a lot of trades, and I mean a lot of trades. Uh, First and foremost, the Detroit Red Wings, for the first time in a while, I think made a trade that I like, and that's for Carolina's rookie goaltender, uh, Alex Nedeljkovic. Played really well this past season. I think finished third or fourth in Calder Cup voting, which, or Calder Award, I don't think it's the Calder Cup because that's the AHL championship, but that's pretty impressive for a goalie. You know, there's him. The Flyers traded Shane Gostisbehere, who a couple of years ago was known to be a really good defender for literally nothing. Ethan, I'm, I'm talking to you for this one because have you ever seen a trade where a team gives up a player and picks and receives nothing? No. They literally got nothing back. Shane Gostisbehere a 2022 second round pick, a 2022 seventh round pick, and they received nothing from the Coyotes. So the Coyotes just dubbed up pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they yeah. literally they just said, here, I'll take them. And Wait, who's, who's the other team that did this? The Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, that makes sense. A <laughs> little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's one of the weirdest traits I think I've ever seen. But they did go out. They went and got another D-man, Rasmus Ristolainen, who was on the top pair with Rasmus Dalin and Stavers. I just, I don't know. They gave up a first-round pick. They gave up this year's first-round pick for Ristolainen. I'm just not sure. Ristolainen never really kind of panned out. Maybe maybe he'll like his new fit in, um, in Philadelphia, but just a little interesting. One of the bigger trades, and I'm just going to get into a couple because it all centers around the same team. The Chicago Blackhawks are going to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals next year. They've already hey, got a good team. Hey, so real quick, what? after you after you're done with this, um, I have some more NBA news I want to share. All right, so but keep going. The Blackhawks are in; they are in win now mode. They trade away Adam Bockfist. They trade away the 12th overall pick this year, a 2021 second and a 2022 first, which Ethan, in hockey terms, that's a lot. Adam Bockfist is a top-line prospect, and they receive Seth Jones. Seth Jones is a phenomenal defenseman. Not only did they get Seth Jones from a trade, they also traded one for one, their starting goalie for Vesna winner from Las Vegas, Marc-Andre Fleury. No comment, Ethan? So I'm looking at, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. Dude, You're not. wait, we, we, have to, we have to actually, I actually need to talk about this like right now. So Why? Shams, who's um, another lead NBA insider, basically is saying, the Lakers and Wizards are discussing a trade that would send Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, Contavious Wadrell Pope for what Russell Westbrook. So they're talking about that, that trade. One. That just just look at yes, that's what Shams is saying now. So we both have Kyle Kuzma going to different places. I just think basically 
The only certain thing is Kyle Kuzma's not going to be a Laker. No, Kyle Kuzma's gone. Like at this, he's gone. There's, there's no way he's staying there anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening. So, like, I think you said with the Wizards. Sorry, real quick before you get back to NHL. If one of the two Wizards guards leaves, I think the other one will too. I think the other one deserves to leave if that happens. Yeah. All right. Go back to your NHL um stuff. Um, I mean, basically, that was pretty much it when it came to trades. Those are really the big trades. And those are some pretty big trades. Just being, I don't know, I can't call myself an NHL expert because I'm really not. But, I mean, those are some pretty huge trades. Things are going to be looking a little bit different come the NHL next uh, next season. That's just trade-wise. They haven't even gotten into free agent. Before I get into that, not only was the expansion draft recently, but so was the NHL draft. And I got to be honest, saw a lot of it coming, but there were some. There were definitely some things. Owen Power, who was, I mean, he was pretty much the consensus number one. Everybody knew that uh, he was going to go number one to the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the reason, probably, why they traded Rasmus Dalin or Rasmus Ristolainen. Um, but yeah, he went number one overall. The number two overall pick, Matthew Beniers, who is also from Michigan. This pains me to say, but Michigan had, what, three of the top five draft picks this year with Beniers, Power, and then Kent Johnson, who went number five. Number three kind of surprised me, at least, because in my opinion, William Eklund was who was supposed to go at least three, four, five, and he didn't go to, like, seven. But uh, Mason McTavish, who... Honestly, I didn't know who he was until NHL draft night. He went number three. Uh, Penguins didn't have a pick, so nothing there. But a free agency signing. Yes, Ethan, Alexander Ovechkin did sign a five-year deal with the Capitals. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot, a lot more big free agency signings. I mean – just looking on NHL's Instagram, trying to go over the big ones. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog, who is Ethan, do you know who that is? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. He's pretty good. Resigns with the abs. Um, Braden Holtby is fall from superstardom, going from the Capitals uh, Stanley Cup winning goalie to now a star. I guess that's interesting. Keith Yandel, longtime defender for the Florida Panthers, was bought out. He's now going to be a Philadelphia Flyer. Um, Jaden Schwartz was a signing by the Seattle Kraken. That's a big one. Um, so was Philip Grubauer. That's massive. That's the Avs, number one. He's now going to be part of the Kraken. Um, Philip Deneau was a big part of that Montreal team. Now he's going to be a uh, Los Angeles King. There's just, there's a lot. I mean, Zach Hyman is now an Oiler. Blake Coleman, who just won a second Stanley Cup, is going to be a flame. Um, Mike Hoffman to the Canadians. Linus Allmark to the Bruins. That kind of makes you think where Tuka Rask is going or even UC Soros, if they're going to maybe get rid of him. Dougie Hamilton, who is a big-time defender for the Carolina Hurricanes, is now a devil. There's just – I mean, there is – there's free agency signings left and right with the NHL. And part of that 
comes from the fact that I guess when you're an NHL fan, you kind of know the guys more because they all get to play a bunch compared to the NBA where, like, your 13th guy really doesn't play much. But, man, there's a lot going on in the NHL, and I'm definitely excited for next season. I want to see what happens. Yeah, same. Okay. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about NHL-wise? I think I covered it. That was – that was a lot. Okay. Um, are we, are we doing, is there anything college basketball you feel noteworthy? To be honest, I don't think so. Okay. Um, UFC, there have been some fights since we've last talked. I don't want to talk about it. All right. So basically the fight we're, we're referring to is the Poirier-McGregor three fight. If you didn't know, which it was all of social media, so you should know, that um, I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but basically McGregor b- broke his ankle um, during the fight, and they he it was ruled a doctor's something called I don't know doctor's stoppage or whatever they call it. I don't know how what, what the proper term is, but something along the lines of that. And basically, how do you not, do you not know the proper terms? It's a doctor's okay, right, It's a doctor stoppage, and basically, um, a lot of people are saying. Mm, that they should fight again because McGregor got hurt. And I know, Jerry, you were saying you thought McGregor could have won that fight had that incident not happened. But I love McGregor because he was even talking trash while on the ground with a broken ankle. It just it goes was, to it was not a pretty ankle either. It was not like a little it didn't look, it didn't look great. Yeah. Now I think I, the biggest thing you gotta note is the fact that it's not like he like checked a kick and broke his ankle like Chris Weidman or Anderson Silva or anything like that. Yeah. He just stepped back and his ankle broke. I know Poirier's That's trying to claim he won fair and square, but I'm like, bro. Well, no, he did win fair and square. It's well, yeah, just, yeah. I but... wouldn't consider it like a, a big victory or anything because the guy no, stepped he back. Should, he should not be. He should not be super happy because honestly, Poirier. I mean, there it was too late to tell, but Poirier wasn't. I mean, amazing. No, he was pretty good. He was pretty. Good. He was. He was pretty good. But McGregor was holding his own for the first couple of rounds. I thought they were pretty. That happened. I thought, I thought they, they were pretty. Good I, I did too. I thought. I thought McGregor was if that fight would have kept going without McGregor's fight like leg, I thought McGregor could have won that. I thought so too. But that's uh it's a what if situation. So we're gonna skip over that. What else do you have UFC wise you want to mention? Um kind of Sugar Sean O'Malley made his return to the octagon after a pretty gruesome leg injury himself. Came out and I guess you could say expected fashion. Got that knockout in the third round, not quite the first time, but that's what you expect with uh, Sean O'Malley. Chris Matinho, props to him, though, man. Watch that fight. That man took a bunch of shots and just kept coming. It wasn't until the last, like, you know, five minutes that he really started to show some some drag from everything. Yeah. But, hey. All right, real quick, real quick, JR. So Woj has now said also – that the Lakers are able to acquire Russell Westbrook for Kyle Kuzma, Harrell, and Tavis Caldwell Pope in a 2021 first round pick. Didn't you so just looks, say that? No, but now that's what Sham said. Now Woj is saying that. So it looks like Kyle oh. Kuzma. So JR, Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, and Contavious Caldwell Pope and a 2021, and this first round pick looks like they're on the way to Washington. How do you feel about that? I got to get on the phone with the Washington GM and tell him to flip Kuzma for a second round pick. <laughs> so you do not want Kuzma on your team is what you're saying 
No, I do not. Okay, go back to your USC thing. I'll tell you if anything else happens. Um, honestly, nothing like huge, but like, I don't know if you've seen videos of it, but Khabib has, I guess you could call him protege, is Makachev. He won a fight in the main event just a couple, uh, just a couple weeks ago. I think it was probably two weeks ago or so. Mm-hmm. And man, he's he's saying that this guy is supposed to be better than him. And Khabib's a top five, maybe even top three fighter of all time. That that's scary to think about that Khabib is saying this guy is better than him. Yeah. Outside of that, nothing too much. Right. Um, is there any MLB? I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to talk about what's happening with the Wiz- the Nationals right now. I almost said the Wizards. I don't know you're talking about the Nationals right now. I didn't even get to finish. Oh, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. What else do you want to say? No, we got we got upcoming fights. We got upcoming fights. Now, granted, one of these upcoming fights isn't even going to happen now because. Uh, Amanda Nunez just tested positive for COVID, so her title fights off. But Derek Lewis, he's fighting Cyril Gain. I've never heard his name before. He is a 9-0 and fighter. They're fighting for the heavyweight title. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I like Derek Lewis. That's really the only reason why I wanted to bring that up. The other one, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. Man, if you if you know UFC and you know what happened last time Alexander Volkanovsky fought, I sure hope Brian Ortega wins this fight. Max Holloway deserved that belt last time the Volkanovsky fought, and I want somebody to take it from him. Not a big fan of Volkanovsky. You've also got Valentina Shevchenko. She's going to beat Lauren Murphy, no question. Odds on, minus 800. Ethan, if I were you and you knew nothing about UFC, I'd even put money on her. All right. <laughs> last last fight. Last last little piece of news. And this one's just because it's Nick Diaz, but Nick Diaz is back in the octagon, ladies and gentlemen. He's fighting Robbie Lawler. Same time the Volkanovsky fights, same time the Shevchenko fights. I don't know. I don't know what I'm I'm more excited about. Diaz, Volkanovsky, Shevchenko, they'll all be good fights. September 25th, I'll be in college and I I'm going to do everything I can to watch that. All right. Anything else? No, that is, that, that is All right. All right. It. MLB. I know, Jerry, you're not too ups- happy right now because it seems like Max Scherzer could be on his way out in the trade. Um, I don't know. Like maybe with the Padres, which that would be insane. But Wait, where are you seeing the Padres? Where, where did you see? I've never seen an actual destination. I've just known there's rumors this could be Max Scherzer's last season in Washington. Pod, no, no, honestly, like, they're saying Padres close to acquiring Max Scherzer. No, I'm not. No, I'm sticking with the Nationals. Max, I've followed you your whole career. You're the reason why I'm a Nationals fan today. I'm not being a fan of the team that has Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I don't know too us. There's a couple of other trades, but I don't really think there's too much in the MLB world right now, apart from that. I mean, yeah, really, the trade deadline's really it. I mean, I know what Joey Gallo from the Rangers, the Yankees have been working to acquire him. That's kind of a big trade. Uh, yeah. you also, I've also heard rumors about both Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. 
Chris Bryant more so than Rizzo, but I mean, those are guys that those are guys that won the World Series what five years ago with uh, the Cubs, and here they are about to be traded. And just to kind of play into that a little more, both of them are not in the oh, Cubs lineup today. Oh, oh my gosh! What? So Woj just tweeted. There's no agreement in place and work still to do in the Westbrook Lakers deal, but talks with Kings and a possible heel deal has also been ongoing. So the Lakers are talking on two fronts with the same players. Well, yeah, they should. That just, that's just that's That's true. But okay. Any what else do you want to say? Um, I was just saying Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryan are not in the lineups today against the Reds. Yes, in the trade rumors. Yes, I saw that. What's with the pause there? Sorry, I was I was taking away the process set. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like you're, never mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's very interesting. I think those two have been staples of the Cubs organization the past five, six years. We won a championship with them, so that would be very interesting to see what happens with that situation. Yeah, I'm just not happy about the Nationals. I really don't <laughs> just, want to talk about that, it. That's all Jairus can think about right now. Um, I'm, not, I'm not happy with the Nationals. All right, so... Not, if, I'm not happy with the Wizards. <laughs> not happy with the Pittsburgh, Penguins. Right? No, Pittsburgh Penguins are not all right. I was saying Steelers, but yeah. Um, all right, do you have any other MLB news or any other sports news in general you wanted to bring up? Well, I think we're missing something huge, Ethan. The it's Euros? Olympic season. No, it's Olympic season. Oh, yeah, okay, it is Olympics. Yes, it is. Indeed, it is Olympic season. My, my oh, you're Olympics probably right. Day. We probably should bring up Euros before we get into that. Okay, Euros. Euros. We're going we're gonna to talk about the Euros for a quick second. We're a little pressed for time, so we're going to make this short and sweet. But Italy beat England in the Euros. I was obviously we, – we were – so me and JR had a couple friends over at my house. Um, we were watching it on his phone, and um, everyone else was rooting for Italy but me. I was I was the sole England guy, rooting for um, England, and went to penalties. Um, and I'm not the happy guy, so that you can say how that went. Ethan, Ethan, you just cut out for me. Okay, so Italy won the Euro over England, and I'm not happy about it. That's the moral of what I was saying. Oh boy. Yeah, no, I was very happy about it because guess what? It came to Rome. Ugh, I don't like it. Man, I mean, you got to feel for Saka though. 19 years old. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, feel, I do feel bad for him um, because he. You know, at such a young age, there's that that pressure on you. It just it's just it's just hard. I mean, I don't I don't blame him. He he did everything he could, in all honesty. So no no blame to go around there. But oh my gosh, ESPN just came up with an update that the Lakers are near to near acquiring Russell Westbrook. Oh, thanks, this ESPN. Like we, it's not. Thanks, thanks for like 15 minutes later. But yeah, but I don't know. It's just adding to the trade saga. And honestly, I don't even think this is it. There's gonna I heard Ben Simmons could be shopped, not 
traded tonight. There's a rumor he could be traded tonight. I mean, Buddy Heald could be on the way out if this doesn't happen. Bradley Beal. No, there's nothing around Bradley Beal. But if Russ leaves, Beal's gone. No, he's not. Well, you think he deserves to leave. I think he deserves to leave. Not that they're going to shop him around. So, ben, so I guess, yeah, Ben Simmons is a big one to look out for tonight. I think being traded, right? Yeah, I guess you could say. There could be some shock trades, too. There always is, but... Um, all right. Anyway, yeah, Euros. So, England won. And then Olympics. The Olympics... What was that? What did you just say? Italy won. You said England won. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I won in England to win, but Italy Italy won. Italy won the Euros. Now the Olympics, Actually, I believe we're before, before we get into the Olympics, there are some there, there has been a little bit of a transfer, transfer a talk across the leagues. I mean, everybody. I mean, Messi took that big pay cut so yes. that they could okay, have yeah. that team. I mean, you want to talk about overpaid defenders in the Premier League, Ben White. Who literally has no accolades besides oh. EPL Championship Man of the Month? Just got <laughs> uh, shipped over to Arsenal for fifty mil. I mean, it just goes to show Arsenal's a little. I don't know, but yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of that, so Argentina won the Copa America, so Messi got his international trophy. So, do you believe that ends the, the debate for goat? already had the debate over before that okay. yes it does and also i want to speak so they're talking about maybe bringing back i don't know what they call it like a certain cup between the copa america winner and the euro winner did you hear about this i did not so yeah i i i, I completely blink in what it's called but they're trying talking about maybe having a match between the copa america winner and the euro winner for like a big trophy or something in honor of diego maradona huh so that's that that could be pretty cool i think i mean like you want to talk about transferring news? There's so much. I and mean, Martin Odegaard, who was on loan for Arsenal, there's rumors that they're going to buy him for 50 mil. There's rumors that Leicester set a bid for 70 mil for James Madison to Arsenal. Um, Sevilla and Chelsea are in talks over Jules Koundé. You've got, I mean, Jack Grealish, I think, is probably the biggest, most yeah, possible one. I've heard Jesse Lingard, too. I've heard Jesse Lingard too. You, I know nobody but Ethan can see my hands, but Ethan, Jack Grealish, Jesse Lingard. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Anyways, Olympics. We are in day five or something. I'll I'll, I'll pull up the updated medal count real quick here. Um, I mean, I believe as of now, I'm gonna sort in total. Yeah, on so day the, seven. Huh? Day seven. Day, okay, day seven. So the U.S., I'll give you the top five. The USA's got 38 points for total, and China's 31. ROC. That's the Russian Olympic Committee. It's Russia's way oh, of getting in. Okay, yeah, Russia, so Russia has 28 points. Japan with 25, Australia with 20, and then Italy 19. And Great Britain, 18. So that's the updated medal count. Um, a little closer than USA would probably like at this stage in the game, but. Well, I think that um, I was talking with my mom yesterday and 
you know it's big when I'm talking sports to my mom. My mom does not pay too much attention to the uh, sports realm. But <laughs> USA just looks so different. It's not what I expected. I mean, we've seen USA basketball struggle here the last couple uh, games they've played, losing their first game in the tournament to France. Don't get me wrong. France has got some good players, Fournier, Gobert, all of them. But nobody should be beating the U.S., yeah, I mean, the swimmers have been. Oh, dang it! What? <laughs> I take it back. I guess Bradley Beal might be getting shopped around today. Why? What happened? Did did um wait? What? Uh oh, there is a trade Washington wants to make. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! Wait, wait, what? wait! I take it back. Never mind. What? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I do take it back. I guess he will be shot. Yep. Dang. No comment. All right. Yeah, but, but Olympics, like going, you said, I think I would agree. Going back, I mean, no hate to Katie Ledecky because, you know, she went out and did her thing but had her worst Olympic performance ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, but she did just, go out and do her thing, the 1500. I, I think we can still win. It just won't be as in dominating fashion. Fashion yeah, it's, is one used to seeing out of the U.S. It seems often we, we are winning medals and things that I don't know we've ever won medals before. Like Taekwondo, I think we had a, a girl yeah, winning Yeah, we'd be great in Taekwondo, medals. yeah. Um, I know shooting, we got all three gold medals. Um, to be honest, don't follow Olympic shooting too much, except for the fact that I saw there were three gold medals uh, around their neck. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? three-on-three women's basketball that new addition they they earned a gold medal softball earned a silver medal some of the new sports there at least i mean yeah we're still in the lead can't complain go usa but yeah i don't know there there is one thing i want to talk about ethan it's it's a bit controversial but i i I truly want your opinion on this i know say yeah i i think Uh, if you're even listening this far simone biles um, uh-huh. quite possibly the greatest gymnast not not only in u.s history but in world history you know to this day yep. there, there, there are tricks named after her she's got gold medals galore sure. yep i'm i'm sure whether you pay attention to sports or not you know that simone biles walked uh, off to the team yep. you know she walked off the olympic stage this year sad part of it before i even get into the question i'm going to pose to you is Olympic gymnasts do not last very long when it comes to age. She's 24 years old. That might be the last time she ever competes in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's where gymnasts just do not seem to last long. I mean, you, uh-huh. like, especially with, like, all, like, I mean, you're, like, just with age, even, like, when you're getting 28, 29, like, you can't do the same stuff you can do at, like, 21, 22. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's so taxing on the body. I've got a lot of respect for the gymnasts. I, I'll tell yeah, you right yeah. now. There are, not so, many, there are not many sports that I want. There are not many sports that I will never try. I'll tell you right now, gymnastics and diving are probably at the top yeah, of that list. Yeah. So what was the question you're going to pose to me? Well, the question is, I think it's the big controversial one, but I, I think I've got a pretty good opinion myself on it, and I want to hear yours before I give mine. What do you think of it? What do you think of her decision? She cited, so she cited, 
I, I, I want to get make sure I get all the points. She cited mental health reasons. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So I, I can see it both ways. I, I know that's like not the answer anyone's looking for, but I could see it. Like, I mean, sometimes like I do get it. Maybe if you're not mentally in it, those tricks can be very dangerous. Um, if you mess up even a little bit, you could hit your head. You could land on your neck. You could paralyze yourself. On the other hand, I'm not a huge fan of leaving. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, whenever I've done like anything sports-wise, I've always been a team player. Like I, I do what I do for the team. And walking off, and, and if I'm not hurt physically, is something I never really did. So I can see it both. I, I mean, I've heard people on both sides of it, but it's one of the, it's, 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 it's very controversial, but yeah. I don't know, Ethan, I think you're being a little, I think you're holding back a little bit, playing both sides. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on one side and I got to I'm with Simone here. Um, you know, I understand what you're saying about walking out on your team, walking out on your country. And I get that, you know, that's how it looks. But at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing, I mean, Simone went out there and had the worst Olympic. I, I you know, I talked about Katie Ledecky having the worst Olympic. Yeah, performance no, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Simone Biles took that vault and she had the worst Olympic score she's ever gotten. In fact, I think it might have been the worst score she's ever gotten on the vault. If she competed and didn't give that spot to another team, maybe the U.S. don't walk away with a silver medal. So, yeah, maybe she walked out on her team, but maybe yeah. walking out on well, her see, team was Well, see, that's really why bad. I'm saying, like, both sides, because, like, I don't know about walking out on her team, but at the same time, like, like and like I said before, if you're not mentally in it, you can get hurt. Well, I mean, it's not even that. Like, yes, you can get hurt, especially with gymnastics. But as somebody that, you know, I guess I can't say as somebody that runs cross country anymore, I am retired. <laughs> um, but, you know, cross country is a very mentally taxing sport when you're, you know, you're there and you're in mile two and a half and it's just you and yourself in your head. Yeah. Mm. Being mentally there is almost more important than being physically there. And like I said, gymnastics is insanely taxing on the body. Sure. And it's also the, taxing on the mind. The amount of pressure she has because of her name and all that stuff also brings a lot of pressure too. So being well, yeah, mentally think, in it is very difficult in her position. So I don't I don't necessarily blame her. Yeah, I just I think there's a big double standard here for athletes where it's like you know take care of yourself but the second they start taking care of themselves it's like man you're really letting down your team and like yeah even to the point and i i think i can consider myself guilty of this when it comes to like lebron resting for a game now granted that's a little bit different than this because that's your occasional game against the orlando magic who are pretty much a g-league team um oh boy that's a that's a whole other debate um but, but you know, I, it, it, it truthfully is an important thing in athletics as somebody that, I mean, after my surgery, I had, I ran my cross country season and there was a point in time where I told my coach, I said, Hey, you know, for the season opener, I'm not going to run. And now granted, I'm not, I was never very important to my team. I wasn't scoring any varsity points or anything like Simone Biles is, but I told him, I said, Hey, I'm not in the right state of mind to like run so the last time I ran was at 
a year and a half ago or a year ago it was big invitational I pretty much blew up my whole entire body I felt terrible I was not mentally there I also wasn't physically there which also played a big part but I was not mentally there so you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna praise Simone Biles there I know like sure. I said it's very yeah. it's very controversial but it's somebody that's not been there but been there uh I respect your decision a lot and hey it just opened up the t- uh, the title and the all around for what sixth time for the USA, another new all around gold medalist. I think people were so um, mad at Simone Biles purely because I think Russia won. I don't think it was that. But anyway, I, I will say it's very important. Mental health is super important. You, obviously, obviously, you want to be there for your team, but you also need to take care of yourself. It's about finding that balance, in my opinion. I think there definitely would have been a lot bigger. I think the part that made it so, I don't want to say so controversial, because I feel like it would have even been worse if the U.S. didn't medal. But the fact that they got, it was like, I think that kind of played into it a little bit. I don't know. Sure. I just, like I said, I, I respect Simone Biles for what she did. I, I support I, her. I, I, I do too. I do too. I do too, hundred percent. But um, is there anything else, or do we want to? Hold on, I've got a breaking news alert. Coming out of college football. So the SEC has unanimously invited Texas and Oklahoma to join. Dang it, Texas A&M! You're supposed to tell them no. <laughs> Gentlemen's agreement. Come on, A. Okay. All right, but I just want to throw that. So, do we want to talk about college, or do we want to save that for a little short episode? You know what? Um, let's just get it out of the way. I think okay. I, I think I can sum it pretty well up. Um, judging by the fact this is our first news podcast, or I don't know if you can call these news podcasts really anymore. Sure. We just kind of talk about whatever comes up, whether it's old yep. news, you know. Um, we have had a very busy, busy amount of time uh, this past at least month, personally for me, especially Ethan, I know you've had a couple of vacations here at the beach. Yeah. I've been out of town a lot. So yeah, we just um, haven't had too much time to film together. Yeah. It's been, it's been a little rough. Um, first and foremost, as of them sports is, Oh, Cleveland Cavs acquired Timberwolves, Ricky Rubio for Tari and Prince. So there goes your Ricky Rubio to LA thing. <laughs> yep. Never mind. Um, okay. But no, so big point is FM Sports is here to stay. We've kind of no, we're not going all, anywhere. We've all we've always talked about it on the show. We we intend to keep this going throughout college as much as we possibly can. But with that being said, I think the big thing is at least these next couple months, you know, obviously college is a big change for us. Ethan, I don't know about you, but I'm starting it's starting to it's it's hitting it's, hit, it's hitting a little bit. It's hitting a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's it's starting to make me realize how big of a change this is and at least my life, Nathan, it'll soon be yours. I know you're going, what, 20? You're going Six. 20. 26. You've got, you got two weeks less than me. Um, but, yeah, like I, I leave in 15 days. I've never spent more than a week outside of my house. Um, I know we're getting into, like, personal stuff and not sports stuff. But basically my point is, you know, it's going to be a big change. We're going to be trying to figure out a bunch of stuff with our lives here in the next month or two. Yep. So and just like said, bit. Yeah, FM Sports is still here. Is Ethan saying just bear with us? You know, we're we're gonna try and put out as many episodes as we can. If if there's not an episode for two weeks, you know, there's not an episode for two weeks. But we're, we're, we're honestly, but like we're like I what I will make this promise. 
we're going to try our hardest to make sure we film as as much as humanly possible with our schedules and stuff. If we are available, we're going to film. And I will say this. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't he, I don't know if I don't know if this is known or not, but JR and Ryan are actually roommates at West Virginia. So yeah. you may hear from, so th- honestly, you've heard from not so much Ryan and me a lot. This it might take a little switch, um, at least for the first couple months. You might hear a lot more from Ryan and JR and then maybe me every once in a while. But that's because we're going to different schools. But I'm I'm sure we'll get our schedules aligned, especially in the wintertime when there's not too much going on in college and then we'll be able to, I don't know, do some more. And then in the spring, we'll probably have everything figured out. We can maybe figure out some times. Then in the summer, we're both back home. We'll, probably, we'll both probably be working, but maybe those evenings we can get some podcasts out. So just bear with us these first couple of months. You'll probably hear a lot more from JR and Ryan in this first couple of months than me, most likely, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, but if I'm not on for a month, I'm still here. I will, if, if I ever left, which I don't, I'm never going to, I would say it on air, but I, I have no, I have no intention of leaving. Yeah. I think, I think if you want to put it in the sentence, uh, you want to put what we just said in the one sentence, it's the fact that we're not going to use college as an excuse to no longer post. We're just going to use college as an excuse to not want no longer post. Just yeah, not just, just bear with us. And honestly, like if anything changes, You'll be the first to know. We'll update you on this. Well, it's just maybe a two-minute video, just updating maybe something that's happening or something, and we'll go from there. But as of now, you're hearing it here right now. We're not going anywhere. We're here no, to I, stay. I will, I will point out, Ethan. I know you kept saying that it is Thursday. I'm posting this tonight. I know nobody's probably this far into the podcast. It's like an hour and forty minutes at this point, which sure. is insane. But if you are first off thank you but yeah, there, yeah, of will, there will be a few other interviews that i've got uh stashed away um definitely listen to them there's some yeah we got we we got some stuff coming up at least so yeah, we, we we're not gonna be like stuff. totally bone dry after this but we're just gonna like it's just gonna be a lot more especially just early on a little more inconsistent so maybe yeah. we put out a couple episodes like in a short amount of time but then we don't go without an episode for a little while so just Bear with us as we try to figure out these um, schedules out and we'll update you with any changes because obviously you're our listeners. You deserve to know those changes based on what we do. So, yeah, I think that's that's it. Um, but the main point is we're not going anywhere. We're still going to be posting. We'll let you know when we're done posting, which will probably be in like 20 years. So you have to hear us for 20 more years. So good luck. Um, anyways, JR, unless you have anything else to add, I can sign us off real quick here. Basically, in the spirit of Christmas in July, if we don't post, we don't post. And if we do, it's an early Christmas gift. Yeah. But, all right. So, for Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Zrak. And we are signing off.